This is Adrian Biddle, producer of The Dark and the Wicked, The Black Coat's Daughter and the Monster, and you're listening to The Horror Squad Podcast. The Horror Squad podcast this is episode number 173. We're doing something a little bit different tonight. Uh, it was my birthday episode, so I decided to pick a book, which we're covering The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon by Stephen King from 1999. And uh, when your co-host Todd, we have Joe looking fly with his giant ass beard, Sam with the little bat beanie, I'm digging it. And Steve, I believe he's rocking an it hat and shirt today. No? Both wrong. What's <laughs> yeah. wrong? Okay. I don't know. Oh. I see orange hair. Yeah, and it's it's from Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, okay. so Jack the Clown cool. and Chance's girlfriend. So, well, I was incorrect. Right. Missed opportunity is Stephen King night. Uh, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I probably should have worn something Stephen King, but oh well. I got a whole room dedicated to him. I mean, come on, what more do you want? <laughs> and it's kind of strange that you're not like a big reader anymore, Steve, with all the books. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll explain during the review, like why. That's more my wife that's the reader. She, she's the one who like plows through the uh, Stephen King stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, happy birthday, Todd. Uh, and of happy course, happy birthday, I, Todder. Everyone wants to know uh, what did you do? What did you eat? How was your birthday? What did I do? What did I eat? Uh, well, uh, I'm a huge sushi fan. I love sushi. So I had some all you can eat sushi because you can't just have a sushi roll, you have to have as much as you can eat humanly possible. It went to the point where I was like, I felt if I like were to jerk or like someone hit me in the stomach, I would throw up. So that's when you know when you're done. Um, but I like the like the true sushi. You got you know your your tuna rolls, you got your salmon rolls, and then you got your fried deep fried stuff. That's just the worst. But uh, sushi for night. Went to work during the morning because you know as an adult sometimes you gotta do adult stuff. So work during the day. Played some video games in the afternoon. Went out to dinner. Had sexy time with the lady. And oh, now, yeah. now we're back today. My birthday was yesterday as of recording. May the 4th be with us. So it's a cool birthday day. So 34. And now it's Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. So all of our Hispanic Mexican listeners, happy Cinco de Mayo out there. The Battle of uh, Pueblo, I believe, for the history people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what's going what, on? What you guys do, Joe and Sam? <laughs> Anything fun? Uh, what did you, you do for my birthday? I got my uh, second COVID shot yesterday, yep. so I'm now fully vaccinated. Yeah, so that is good. Felt like a bit of a weight is lifted. So yeah. no side effects this time? Uh, just no. Honestly, my first shot, definitely more side effects. This time around, I had like a 24-hour like headache. Mm. Not like a terrible headache, but just like a mild oh. one. So I, you know, I took some aspirin for that, but it just never went away. It's away now though, luckily. And then, yeah, just a little fatigue, but nothing too crazy. Sam, you had yours already. So you're two weeks in from your second one, huh? Uh, just one week, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think me and you got our second one on almost the same day, I think. Cause that mine's about mm-hmm. a week too. And Steve's, an- Steve's an anti-vaxxer. He will not be getting it. So. I, I got it Saturday, my first one. Yay. So. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask Steve, because uh, Joe thought you said you weren't getting your second vax until a few months later. And I thought they had to be like in a certain window frame. 
Yeah, so uh, the Canadian and American associations like that determine these things uh, have yeah. different guidelines. So the strategy in Canada is get everyone vaccinated at least once uh, mm-hmm. to try to like kill as much as like get her her herd immunity as much as quick as possible, and then within four months get your second shot. So what's happening is that we all got scheduled like 16 weeks after our first one, but they might advance it depending on how it goes. So it's kind of like a worst case scenario. This is when you have to get your second one by. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, did you have any side effects? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh no. Just, oh, so the first, I went on Saturday afternoon. I felt fine that day. Tuesday, I just down to Sunday, uh, my arm hurt, but nothing else. But Monday, I went like fucking downhill. Like I was just tired and just completely drained of energy and stuff. So, and then yesterday I started feeling fine again and now I'm totally fine. So I don't know what it was. Uh, do you guys get flu shot reactions or do you get the flu shot at all? I, I never, I don't get the flu shot. I haven't had the flu shot in probably like over a decade. So do you get yeah. the flu though? Um, yeah. I just <laughs> yeah, I it's a fucking flu shot. <laughs> God, he used to get sick a lot before we moved in together. I did. He started yeah. making him eat vegetables and fruit and stuff. Yeah. He's living off steak. Um, I usually get the flu shot because of my asthma, but I don't ever have any side effects from it. Yeah, me too. Uh, some t- like once every five years, I'll get a sore arm, but that's it. Never yeah. anything more than that. Yeah. Well. Well, get your vaccinations, people. Yeah, I mean, it's- they're not evil. Bill Gates he- is not trying to control the world. I was going to say, I mean, I don't, we'll see how it goes in Canada, Steve, but right here in America right now, people can just like walk in, like there's like no wait anymore for vaccinations. So it's, uh, there's like an abundance right now. So hopefully the same happens up there. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. Like it's opening up to pretty much everyone now. So it shouldn't be long before most Canadian. I think the date they gave us is July 1st. Everyone will have been shot at least once. So yeah. All good. All right. You want to get to a little bit of horror with some questions? Sure. All right. You can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad podcast, or you can check it out on our Discord. Always awesome in there. It's a great time. A lot of great discussions this week. So uh, you're definitely missing out if you're not on our Discord. The first one comes to us from Odd Job versus 007. Are there any horror themed mixed drinks you guys enjoy? Interesting. Um, no. I feel, like it's a, I feel like that's a joke <laughs> question. I, I mean, sure, I'm like a drinker, but I've never really been anywhere that does like horror themed mixed drinks that I can recall. When the only thing I could think of is when we went to Texas Frightmare Weekend, they had like a couple of themed drinks, um, and it had I think there was like a light up eyeball in it with like a little bit of blood or something. I, I can't remember what they were called, but Sam, why are you shaking your head? Really, you're gonna talk about a Texas Frightmare fucking Powerade and vodka cocktail when you live in one of the spookiest towns? Yeah, but we don't have that... any spooky themed cocktails. Yeah, but especially of. come Halloween, like what Redeem about it, Sam? Least, what you got? At least the slutty pumpkin. I mean, everyone knows okay. that they might not realize it's called the slutty pumpkin. That is true. Um, yes. Do you want to tell them what it is, Joe? No, you tell them. No, you. You're no, the drinker. A, no, a, sorry, you're the one shaking your head at me. So you t- you <laughs> tell them what's going on. <laughs> it's um, what is it, Joe? It's pumpkin <laughs> beer yes. with uh, usually like vanilla vodka shot in it, 
And then you have the rim with the cinnamon and sugar. It's pretty good. Sounds pretty good, actually. Very good. Very, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel full and drunk, but it's like it's like you're eating a slice from the Halloween pie. Mm-hmm. You can also do like whipped cream vodka too instead of the vanilla yeah. vodka. Both very good options. Um, yeah, that's always delicious. Like pumpkin beer in general. You can also do um, pumpkin beer with uh, Fireball. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty tasty too. Uh, yeah, anything with pumpkin beer. There was uh, there's also actually a place uh, in town called Rockefellers that does the Helltini, uh, which is like um, it's a martini with ghost pepper in it, and it's supposed to be super spicy. Which I've never actually tried it, but maybe this year I'll I'll give it a whirl. Because you just made it up. No, it's not. Remember, you get like know, a t- just t-shirt. <laughs> you get a t-shirt if you I'm finish it or teasing. something. Why is it like super? It's supposed to be alcoholic. like super hot. No, just like super oh. hot. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't think that'd be joyful, really. Yeah, I did like a challenge like that when I was younger, like on these like atomic wings, and Ooh. it was it was not fun at all. Like, I remember uh, it was like I literally is like me and two of my friends and we were splitting a pitcher of beer and I drank the whole pitcher of beer by myself because it was so shit was so fucking hot. And it was like, I like got, I like instantly got drunk. Cause like, I, I just needed something to cool my mouth down. And like literally I drank the whole pitcher of beer in like under like five minutes. You milk. Know? Milk, dude, milk. <laughs> I know. I did like a burger challenge. Like one of those, like, you know, triple deck, whatever fucking giant ass burgers, but nothing like hot. Cause I, I can't do hot foods. I'll have the shits for like two days <laughs> and your ass will be on fire. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That, that happened to me. Uh, I had like these super spicy wings and then the next day I went to an amusement park and I had Oof. like, I, I couldn't even stand in line. <sighs> like I had to, I had to continually get out of line. Cause like, I was just like, it was bad. It was bad news. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten anything for my asshole to burn. <laughs> Not even like jalapenos that are super hot. No, I'll even doesn't. one jalapeno and I have a burning asshole. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm like super sensitive to spicy. Yeah. Well, no. Sam also eats pickled jalapenos. She she really eats fresh ones, so that could be the reason too. Why are you trying to call me out? Like, are there <laughs> issues we need to work out before? <laughs> Sam's testy today. I'm liking it. <laughs> as far as alcohol. No, I'm just saying that's why your asshole probably ain't on fire. Well, you're saying that it's not real, like, it's not real spice. Well, because they, like, the pickled ones kind of dull the spice a little bit. That's all. So you're saying she's not woman enough to eat a real hot man? She's not woman enough. <laughs> no. Woman empowerment, female condoms. What spicy up? food do you eat? <laughs> Buffalo wings? Okay. <laughs> Why don't you go shove that ghost teeny up your pee hole? <laughs> I'm just teasing. A, a hell teeny, actually. Get it right. <laughs> alcoholic drinks uh i don't think i've had a horror themed one but there's this place called 16 bit arcade in cincinnati that has like um hollywood themed ones and they have a hollywood hulk Hogan with a oh we were just talking about it actually that ice cream pop that's like red white and blue oh yeah dipped upside down inside that with like vodka and stuff it's fucking really good Yum. so hulk Hogan. that sounds like it can really quench your thirst it is and you can play as many games as you like as long as you're drinking something that's cool nice um yeah same thing for me there's not a lot of places to do uh horror alcohol anywhere where i'm from what about disney 
definitely not at Disney, but at uh, Halloween Horror Night, they do have like uh, these dead nurses that give you uh, syringes of like like a shot, but in a, in a syringe. Uh, but it's just basically a red drink, you know, mimicking blood. Um, they do have like all year round. So there used to be a Jaws ride, which they unfortunately took out to put terrible. Like, yeah. Um, so where the Jaws rides used to be across like across the way, there's a bar there with the shark from Jaws. Uh, kind of hung up next to it and you can ask there for a shark attack which is a uh, blue drink that a guy has like a little shark puppet hand <laughs> that he does a little <laughs> show with as he's making it for you and then he puts a red drink to put the blood in it and then puts a little like shark um, gummy bear thing on top of oh, it so that's, that's uh and it's a, the, the guy the bartender's not named Merv and he's like super famous like people go to him just to see his like little shark show so oh. uh, if you ever you're in Universal Orlando I'd recommend uh, checking what's that one his out. name merv shout out to merv yeah I, i've never actually uh, seen him i've only seen him in videos so next time i'm definitely gonna look out for him merv to perv uh, <laughs> sorry all right. that, was, that, was low, that was low hanging right. i know <laughs> <laughs> all right so i googled horror themed drinks and there's actually quite a bit here that people have created this one i found is called spalding's last laugh a Captain Spaulding inspired drink. I mean, I feel like people just make up these names. They really have nothing to do with the actual drinks. But so it's uh, one ounce, one ounces of pineapple juice, half ounce lime juice, half ounce of ancho reyes, a quarter ounce of honey liquor, and two dashes of orange bitters. So if you want to make a little whatever hell that is, Captain Spaulding <laughs> drink. Stuff. Yeah. Wait, what's the liquor in that one? Um. Hold on, I gotta go back. Oh, now. maybe tequila sounded like perhaps. That is a good question. Uh, so tall, S O T O L. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming that's the liquor in it. Hmm. But there's also one for Sam. I know Sam would like this one the May Queen Lemonade <sighs> for her love of midsummer, of course. And that one is uh, one and a half cups of vodka, two honey vanilla. Chameleon, Camille, sorry, tea bags and one bottle of light lemonade. So, that one good. yeah, it does. There's also a pumpkin head inspired one, ready or not inspired. You know what? I'll, I'll post this link in the Discord. So, because there's a whole bunch of fun ones on here. So, yeah, Pet Cemetery one too, Church's Ninth Life. That's oh, I fun. love that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is uh, bourbon. Blueberry liqueur, lemon juice, and bitters. So there you go. I'll nice. post the link and maybe uh, we can have a, when we do our live stream, we can try one of these, making one of these each or something. Yeah, yeah for sure. I Googled so tall and it's kind of like tequila, but it's without this sharp citrus flavor oh. of tequila, um, but they only use wild agave. Oh, interesting. That could be good. Awesome. So a lot of choices there for sure. Yeah. Um, on the same subject, still from Odd Job versus 007, what adult drink do you tend to pair with horror movies or in this week's case book? Oh. Um, for in general, I mean, I'm a rum drinker, so that's usually the drink I go to. But lately, Sam and I have been doing like a lot of jalapeno margaritas, which you would talk about burning your asshole. There you go, folks. Um. But as far as what I would pair with the book tonight, something piney, maybe an IPA since we are lost in the woods. So there you go. 
water. <laughs> you wild man. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> Yellow Gatorade. <laughs> no. When, uh, you know, it's always nice when you're on a hike or, a, you know, backpack and you get to your destination to have a beer, even if it's warm. So let's go with beer. What about a mixture of like a little bit of beer, maybe like a blonde ale, a little bit of surge, and maybe some kind of alcohol, like a little splash of alcohol. Like have a little mixed drink ready to go. Mm -hmm. okay. Like a beer cocktail. Nice. You think Patricia could have? Benefited from that? Yeah. The, have a beer in the woods? So many ways. Yeah, I'm not a big liquor guy, so to me, it's, it's pretty much just beer or red wine. Uh, mostly beer. Uh, red wine is more like when I have guests over, whereas if I'm, which is very rare, but if I do drink alone, it's going to be beer. So that's going to be my pairing for pretty much anything I watch. That's good for a horror movie, I think. Um, all right, moving on. A few questions from Weezerface. She says, uh, if you can invite anyone to your birthday party, who would you pick? Oh, how nice. In honor of Todd's birthday. Let's let Todd answer first. First, first thing that came to mind was Jennifer Tilly. No no clue why, but good-looking woman. So Jennifer Tilly. All right. That's it. All right. I would, just no one else just, just Jennifer Tilly. And, and my family's out of town right and, uh, exactly right. i would uh i would have a petting zoo with black philip and church and all the other horror animals just you and the animals yeah i know it's like uh no family's out of town <laughs> oh uh, i think i would have michael Myers and um, he could totally give me a lap dance if he would like to, of course. Ooh. So Dag Fretch from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for me, uh, Vincent Price. I mean, he's just—he seems like such a fun guy to drink with, and you hear mm -hmm. stories about him like drinking with people. And you know, when we did um, House on Haunted Hill, he every like couple scenes, he's like, "All right, let's go for a drink." I'm like, "Yeah, that's my type of party right there." So. It'd be awesome to have a drink with us. But she suggested everyone in the Discord. And I think that would be a really kick-ass party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, her next question. Haunted house attractions. Go through alone or with a group? A group. Um, uh, a group not. of people that I know. I don't like when they let you tag team like your group plus another group of strangers. Because yeah. usually it's not like a fun... They're either too, too loud, too obnoxious, or too scared to where they like hang on to you and then they yeah. scream and it ruins all of your jump scares. I, I, I don't mind if they're like scared. I mind when they act like they're not scared. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like if yeah. someone comes up to them, they're like, I'm not scared of you. This is not scary. I'm like, shut, shut up, <laughs> shut up. That's that's what bothers me when people are like that. Yeah, like why even go through a haunted house if that's how you're yeah. gonna act? It's like a tough guy thing. I don't even know what it is, but mm -hmm. yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah I'm with, Sam and Todd on this like maybe not completely alone but if it was just like Sam, I'd rather just go with like Sam and I rather than like a big group with strangers and shit because yeah. yeah fuck that well I'm taking my uh teenage daughter and her friend to Halloween at King's Island this year so that's nice. gonna be an experience oh, fun. <laughs> that'd be fun uh she went on to say I'm assuming Steve is like me and prefers alone I want all those scares to myself well you're assuming wrong <laughs> Uh, I'd actually uh, like it with a group because I, they don't scare me like whatsoever. So to go alone 
there's really no thrill in it. You know, it's just like me looking at the props essentially with people getting in the way every once in a while. Whereas if I'm with a group, especially people I know, then at least like my wife gets fucking just hysterical. <laughs> you know, she, she loves it, but she'll scream a lot and stuff like that. And it just makes it more entertaining for me. So uh, I like to have a little group, you know, not a big group, but a little group is always more fun to me. Um, all right. So next questions come from Captain Amazing 85 That's Chuck. My question for what hidden gems did you find going to the video store just looking at the cover art? Oh, that's a good question. All of them probably, right? Before there was like internet, that's what you right. did. There was no other way to know. Yeah. Maybe there's trailers sometimes at the beginning of VHS. Which... Yeah, that's yeah. true. Those were, the, oh, those were fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously some of them better than others. Like, yeah, I mean, I definitely picked some shitty movies based on the covers as well. Uh, they weren't shitty back then though, right? Like you still yeah, like definitely them. not. Yeah. And like I remember there was a movie called Evil Ed and Evil Ed's not terrible. Is see, I have to revisit it cuz at the time I remember not liking it too much, but I was also like a gore hound back then. Like so if it didn't have gore in it, I didn't think it was a good movie, like, you know. So that that's one I'll have to revisit Todd then if you're telling me it's it's not bad. Well, let's see. I'm not saying it's good either. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just saying like when you're a kid like I remember, you know how it is. I mean, it's a good miniseries, but it's also fucking long as hell. Right. Like when you're a kid watching that, like I don't even remember realizing it was so long. You're just like, fuck, oh fuck, like the whole time. So I don't think, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think anything was terrible. But um, I remember like one of the first movies I bought was like Dead Alive, Return of the Living Dead, Evil Dead, like the same time. So that was like yeah. a fucking cool triple feature. The Dead Alive cover is like so iconic, like, yeah. it, and it has nothing to do with like the movie, like really, <laughs> like it, there's like no like relation there at all. But it's just such a memorable cover, and it's definitely one I think most people remember and gravitate towards. It's like one of the first ones that popped in my mind when this question was asked, and also the Night of the Demons cover, which we discussed last week, is just probably one of the best covers in horror. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many good ones. But I mean, as far as like a really shitty one, I've already, I've mentioned it several times, but the Robert England Phantom of the Opera cover, Fuck. which is awesome. But I mean, just a shit movie. <laughs> yeah, it's so misleading. Yeah. Oh, super misleading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for me, uh, the one that always caught my eye was Evil Dead 2. Uh, it just freaked mm, me out, yeah. as, uh, even as a kid. And that's how I discovered the Evil Dead series was through that cover so skull yeah the skull with the eyes it's just like yeah. so fucking freaky um yeah so that's the first one popped in my head and the second one would be fright night uh you know fright night also had a really cool cover that was memorable to me and yeah i liked it there's another i always thought the lost boys cover was actually pretty shitty like but it's a great movie but it was just such like a boring cover to me like i never it was just kind of like all of them on the front cover and it looked like a like kind of a cheesy teenage like drama sort of in a way so um that's one that always underwhelmed me and i actually skipped over it like tons I, i skipped over it tons of times at the video store and i was like missing out big time so um also tonight's book like shitty cover like Terrible not cover. yeah like really really is shitty it, cover is this the one where she's like standing in a forest yeah there's there's like multiple ones um but yeah that that's the one we have and it's it's really shitty like, did you guys do the audiobook or the book the book oh okay yeah 
but it's like just yeah i mean just a shitty cover like do do better (laughs) i'm doing the audio of the stand right now and it's like voice acting my god what is that like 40 hours more than that yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's 1100 pages i think holy shit all right bookworm bookworm yeah i'm over i'm at 24 books read for the year so far nice and only two of those audio books i'm happy (laughs) Um, proud of you his next question thanks dad (laughs) what is the food pairing for the book could be a drink or food Ooh, i'm gonna go um chocolate lava cake in honor of one particular scene in the book um, if you guys remember or not, when she's has like explosive diarrhea after she drinks the water, so <laughs> it was described very accurately to me. Like it was like, like he described it was like hot coming out, and King really, for whatever reason, that scene like really burned in my brain because like I was like, oh god, I, I've had experiences like that. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you gotta. I think you gotta go tuna sandwich and. Like Sprite, man. All right. You gotta and do it. And, and a boiled egg. Boiled egg and <laughs> yeah. a Twinkie. Yeah. To round it all Twi- off. Yeah. Twinkies. Twinkies sounds good. Twinkies some, are fucking great. And Oof. some surge. Some surge, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. When was the last time you had a Twinkie, Sam? Oh, it's been a while. Uh, you should get one. We're good. It's been a very, yeah. I haven't had a Twinkie. When's the last time you had a Twinkie? Uh, like a month ago. Oh. Yeah. Got, When's like, the last time you drank surge? god i have no idea <laughs> i remember surge very dis- um i have fond memories of surge because obviously it was like we grew up it was like such a popular drink that back then but what my local ice cream place had a thing where it was called the mud bog and it was basically like a huge inflatable pool just filled with mud and like you climbed in it and yeah. would look for like a prize and i won like 50 cases of surge and i had surge like for, i had like a year supply of surge and i fucking drank one like pretty much every day from like 14 to 15 Jeez. <laughs> so remember uh start like the cans of surge yeah. if you brought them to school for lunch you were like considered one of the popular kids <laughs> all right <laughs> is it still a thing i think it made a comeback um, for a little bit recently, but I don't think it's still like out there. I've never even seen one, so I have no idea oh. what surge even is. So it was like I think it was just like a so it was just basically like just a soda pop drink, but it had like a ton of caffeine in it. It was like Mountain Dew with cocaine in it, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the precursor to like Monster Energy drink, or sorta, yeah, yeah, like a light version before. <laughs> Yeah. They exploded. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And his final question What do you love most and least about where you live? Ooh. Go ahead, Joe. Fine. I'll go first. I know it was like right on the tip of your tongue there. You're ready to burst. <laughs> um, obviously, I love all of like the spooky stuff involved with our town in Salem, obviously most considerate the Halloween capital like of the world. So that's pretty awesome. So obviously that's the stuff I love about it. As far as what I don't like about it, the roads, Sam can attest to that. The fucking roads are terrible around here. I mean, the whole state of Massachusetts, just like, like potholes road. terrible or what? Yeah. 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 Potholes Todd, they are awful. <laughs> like take a swim in one. <laughs> like I just want to cry every time I have to get in the car. Jeez. Yeah. And like Boston, like, 
the roads like were built for like horse and buggy and like yeah. so so like there none of nothing like makes sense in like downtown boston when you're driving um and i also don't like um the traffic in october <laughs> uh especially in salem like it's just awful like obviously like it's but it's like it's like really fucking bad <laughs> um i guess i'll go next so i like that it has a lot of history and that it for the most part can be spooky and what i like the least is how expensive it is um i really like the woods there's a lot of nature lakes kayaking trails animals things like that so i really like that stuff um least like is smoking i don't even think it's smokers if that's your thing go for it but kentucky I think if I read it correctly, is the worst state in America to have smokers. I think it's like 25% of adults smoke, which is insane. But like, yeah, do it off on your own. Cool, whatever. Don't do it by the front door of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Let's have some courtesy. So yeah. smoking, yeah. Wow. Um, as for me, uh, I've said it before, but the motto for my city is the city is at fun forgot. And it's so fucking true. Like, it's such a boring city I live in. Um, it's a government town where it's the capital of Canada. So almost, you know, at least half the people work for the government, uh, which is also the best thing about this city is there's tons of great job opportunities with pensions and very high pay. And uh, I'm super blessed and like on that side of things. But phew, like for me to go have fun, I drive two hours to Montreal to my hometown just so I can have any, any bit of fun. That's how boring this fucking city is. So. You also run the risk of being nuked. Since you're the capital. Right. Yes, I guess so. But no one wants to nuke fucking. Yeah. No one is going to choose this city of all places to nuke, I don't think. Um, all right. So, last series of questions come to us from Mandy. She says, Hey, squad. First, happy birthday to Todd. Interesting choice to pick a novel this week. Thank you. If each squad member were to choose the next novel to review, which would it be and why? Ooh. Great question. Well, I'm glad Todd, honestly, I'm glad Todd picked a book because like i haven't read a like a sat down and read a book in years like so this was definitely like a good challenge for me um and honestly it like opened me up like i'm like wow i want to like start like checking out more books now and so like that got me uh looking around thinking and um there's actually a local author who i have met who i had met he unfortunately passed away um, recently. Um, but his name is Jack Ketchum. He is a very famous, uh, horror author, but he is from the area. And I, I had met him at rock and shock, um, a few times. I never had read any of his books. So, uh, I think I'm going to dive into one of his books next. Um, and yeah, I mean, if I would pick one of his for the show, um, probably, uh, God, I can't remember the name of it right now. I was saying it on this thing earlier, but, uh, it's basically, yeah, what'd you uh, say on it? Uh, it's basically based on the Hills Have Eyes, pretty much. It's about like a family that get attacked by cannibals. And it was actually um, like, it was very controversial when it came out. It came out in the 80s and apparently it was like so graphic. Off season. And, yeah, off season. It was like so graphic and disturbing that it was like, um, it was very, uh, critics were kind of uh, tough on them about it, but it's apparently a classic now. So I definitely want to check that one out. Ooh, I want to read that one too. I'm glad I awakened you in it, man. Yeah. Cool. Uh, shout out real quick to Eric, who's a freaking beast. <laughs> He's read like 40 books or some shit like that. He's insane. 
Bookworm. Bookworm. Sam, do you have a book choice if you were to pick one? Um, not like horror off the top of my head. If I read, it's usually like self-help books. Um, but I definitely do want to get more into horror. I found a few like Halloween mystery books recently that I haven't started reading yet. And I feel like if I'm going to read horror, like it needs to be very um, scary and descriptive and probably um, just something to really catch my attention because this one that we're reviewing, I kind of had a hard time with, but. Yeah, no, I, I second. I think all four of us had a hard time reading this one, myself included. Um, okay, we'll I didn't know later. if it was just me. I felt, no. I was like, I can't keep, like, I don't know what's going on with my brain. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we can discuss it later, but I think like I said last time, I didn't pick this one because I loved it or anything. It's just because it was a short one and it was on mm -hmm. my to-read shelf. So I'm like, I'll just start with this instead of, yeah. it would suck to make you guys read like a 700 page book. Um, but if I were to suggest a book, it would probably be uh, World War Z. It's an amazing book by Max Brooks, uh, Santa Mel Brooks. And the movie came out, the movie's okay. It, nothing compared to the book though. Um, and it's um, it's fantastic. I, Steve, you've read it, I assume? That, that was actually what I was, exactly what I was about oh, to nice. say. Yeah, I was gonna say I had, had to read that and do a like movie comparison on the same episode. That yeah. would be cool because they are very different, but there's similarities, you know, there's things, mm. elements of it. it there's a lot of issues with that production though so a bunch of yeah. stuff happened but i love max brooks I, I i used to carry his zombie his survival oh my guy god i did too so, in, in my so car nerdy. as if it's like a like an emergency so stupid. Book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's uh that, that's probably the one i would do and if we were gonna go non-horror uh survivor by chuck palinuk was one i really liked oh i read that one yeah it was, it's it's a guy basically who like uh, hijacks a plane and tells his story into the uh, black box as the plane is about to crash oh and, maybe i haven't uh, read that is that the one where they he's in a pool and he gets his ass sucked out of him no no okay no. then that's a different story yeah yeah oh. no totally not uh no, this, what, this, sorry go ahead yeah what's interesting about survivor is um the pages when he's in the plane start going they, they like count down as opposed to counting up uh, to show how much gas is left in his uh, in the tank of the plane, so it's, it's a really interesting book, and I, I love Chuck Palahniuk's writing story. I think you're thinking of um, either Feed or uh, I don't remember the. I know exactly which which one you're thinking about, but yeah, where the the guy masturbates in the pool yeah, by sitting, no no, no <laughs> yeah. he sits his like bare anus on like the pool pump, right, and drinks off, and then the pump sucks his asshole out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I know, I know what you're thinking about. It's not that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, so it'd be that. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, man. I, I fucking love reading. It's probably my favorite medium, honestly. Um, World War Z, though. If you if you watch the movie and you thought it sucked balls, you got to give the book. If if book if reading is your thing, you got to give the the book a chance or audiobooks too. That's a good alternative. Um, they have like a star-studded cast for that for that audiobook because it's like Ooh. 40 different characters and they have. Nathan Fillion um, from Firefly, uh, Frank Darabont, Walking Dead creator, Shawshank Redemption director, things like that. It's really good. Cool. cool. Um, her second question, how did you each meet Todd and do you remember the first interaction you had with him? I think I'm the only one that's actually met Todd. Um, yeah, briefly. Yeah, briefly. It was, um, But yeah, I mean, the first time I ever interacted with Todd was like I created a youtube channel and todd i believe was already on there before me but i posted like my first video up and he was like one of the first people actually to comment on one of my on my video 
and he was loving my uh i had an arcade machine in the background i remember commenting on that and then he was hounding me for a man cave tour for I a long time tours, as man. well i love tours yeah that's my favorite thing <laughs> yeah so i finally i did that finally for him uh and then i met him at uh texas frightmare weekend which i believe was the first year i went and uh todd was there too and we met briefly he i remember uh, came down to like the karaoke and we were able to hang out uh, at the you karaoke fucking night. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not a party person, so that's not really <laughs> yeah. my my thing. But yeah, so I was. Briefly. Yeah, I got to hang uh, with Todd for a little bit, and that was the only time I met him. But hopefully, I'll get to meet him again, and we'll get some more uh, quality time together. Dawn of the Dead Mall. Yeah, that'd be fun. Come on down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam and I actually used to date in kindergarten. We did. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of that's why there's that like awkwardness and we kind of flirt but then we kind of hate each other so we flirt it's a mostly t- sexual tension if i had to I say from stemming yeah. from kindergarten i know it's weird but it's not because it's you know yeah it's true love joe's true just in the way love. <laughs> <laughs> i had a girlfriend in kindergarten named danielle really yeah well i mean nice. as, as girlfriends can go and can right yeah I had a boyfriend and oh that's sweet I had a boyfriend named Timmy in kindergarten and I remember every time we napped I would nap on my mat and he would try to like lift up my dress and then he would always remember well it is the sign for I love you he would always like put up the I love you sign and I would be like I'm gonna break your hand if you don't stop and he would always be like I love you and I'm like I don't want your love Timmy leave me alone and let me look under your dress (laughs) And he had like a little rat tail. He was so cute. Shout out to Timmy and Danielle. Hopefully they're probably in jail good though people. Now, though. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he cleaned up. Cleaned up his act. Yeah. Um, me, I mean, Todd and I did in first grade, so you know, so I also knew Sam. Preschool <laughs> and first grade. Right? Weird. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's similar yeah. to Joe. I, I, I don't know exactly when or who. I don't know who in like sent a message first either i commented on something in todd's video or he commented on one of mine but uh you know wh- whichever it was uh I, and we had similar interests competitions yeah you bit. early on you won one of my competitions a non-horror competition actually <laughs> so it was more like sci-fi if i remember i think i got you like a star wars lava lamp star wars and, lava uh, lamp oh that's fun terminator mug uh, i still have the terminator mug in my cabinet nice uh, yeah and a bunch of other stuff i don't remember what was in that box but, it was a uh, halloween horror night shirt Oh, I nice. believe. <laughs> wow, you have such a great memory. Todd would remember it was a contest one. So. Yeah. yeah, but I've never met him in person, but we are talking about next year uh, going to Pittsburgh yep. and uh, meeting up and checking out some zombie capital of the world. Zombie locations, for sure. Um, all right, so her third question. What was Todd's alternate choices for novels or movies on his birthday pick? Uh, Girl That Loved Tom Gordon is my only choice for books, and I honestly was worried Joe and Sam weren't going to read it, and I had an alternate movie picked out, which was, is my favorite Friday 13th film, Friday 13th Part 4. Um, I absolutely love that movie. Everything about it is perfect, in my opinion. Tommy Jarvis, um, played by Corey, uh, Corey Feldman. Oh, man, he's the perfect kid in that. He's such a cute kid, such a lovable character. Um, that movie is perfect. I don't know, like for a slasher, absolutely love it. So yeah, only uh, Girl of Tom Gordon and then Friday 13th Part 4. I thought about Dawn of the Dead, but I've seen the movie so many times, I couldn't really say anything that I haven't said already. And if anyone doesn't like it, it kind of hurts my feelings. So I decided to skip <laughs> Dawn of the Dead this time. 
I think if we ever do it, we just mix it in with the remake so we can have a oh yeah a double Um yeah, and finally, her last question, the last question of the night for us. Uh, I haven't read The Girl Who Loves Tom Gordon, but synopsis says that a girl imagines Tom Gordon being with her while she is lost. Which horror character would be your imaginary partner if you got lost in the woods? Oh, that is a good one. Am I drinking uh, off in this scenario? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, you're, you're in a Stephen King novel, so very likely. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Or I'm getting threatened and be dripped off on or something. <laughs> right, weird. exactly. I would I think I would want someone who would make me feel like I'm stronger or something like that. Or like so maybe I'd go like Ash, because he's like a badass and like I feel like he would kind of like motivate me to like be like stronger and better. So I'll go with him. I think you gotta go to female in this sense, because I know it's like a psychological <laughs> thing for men to perform better in front of females you know for whatever our, our poor self-esteem standards um i'm going with jennifer tilly again and uh oh, she's, just, she's just looking at me and she's wearing that outfit from bride chucky and i'm just trying not to make a fool out of myself so okay. if i'm shit my pants i'm doing a band of tree you know privately yeah jennifer tilly sorry at a con once actually nice really yeah what con is that nice? didn't meet her she was there with her um this is 2004 or five. She was there with some like poker fucking player. Oh yeah. Cause she was a big poker. She was dating yeah. a poker player for a long time. I don't know if she's still dating that guy or not, but yeah, I know she, then she became a pro for a while. Yeah. yeah. No, she was on a panel, but she didn't meet people. Same uh, Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon were there too, but their panel only didn't what? meet anybody. What panel was she doing? Was it for Chucky? It was yeah, yeah. Chucky. And then Rob was doing it. That was I think around Devils. Rejects. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Which con was that? Weekend of Horrors, Fangoria. No, oh, nice. Yeah. That was like that. I always heard the was big an awesome con. Yeah, they don't do yeah. that anymore. They. I wish they would bring something like that back. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I would probably just go with Lori Strode because she's strong and smart, and a survivor. Nice. Uh, for me, I know it's super random, but I think I'd go with Samara Weaving. I just feel like she'd call me out on my shit all the time. <laughs> like, just, you know, oh, you're scared to go there? What, are you a big baby? <laughs> like, just <laughs> constantly just telling me to, to basically fuck off <laughs> and to just do something, you know? Uh, and I could just picture it in her, like, Australian accent stuff. So, yeah, Samara she Weaving. She has an Australian accent? She's Australian, yeah. Well, I don't think I've ever heard her true voice. I think, I think so. Maybe I, I don't, I'm always confusing her with fucking... Uh, Harley Quinn. <laughs> so, no, Harley Quinn's Australian. Margo. Yeah, so yeah, Margot Robbie. But uh, maybe she is too. I don't know. I think yeah, Samara anyway, is too. Samara. I can't remember. I'm, I'm checking, but uh, let's see. Yeah, Australian. Yeah, she's also Australian. So there you go. Uh, yeah, and that's it. That's all the questions we had this week. Thank you, everyone, for asking them. And now a word from our deadly sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Oh, what you been watching? 
me not a single fucking yeah. thing <laughs> really? well, there you go. <laughs> all right todd same here oh great just give me a good great segment uh joe did you watch anything uh actually i didn't watch anything this week but i have watched stuff in the past well actually no it's a lie i watched creep show episode four. Oh, it's, okay so i watched uh one two and three which i talked about last week i believe uh episode four of creep show which i believe they're they only did five episodes this year right i believe yep. i think fifth was the season finale which mm-hmm. i gotta catch up on did you watch it yet steve i haven't no. no did you watch four Nope. I, I like after the two and three, it's just my interest weighing down. I will watch it. A lot of my other shows just finished. So now I'll watch it, but I wasn't like super pumped about it anymore. So hopefully they're yeah. better. Well, uh, episode four was not much better. I got to say, I, I think this was actually the worst one uh, of the season so far, which it's like so disappointing because like episode one was so amazing. And then two and three, like half good at best episodes and then four was four it was a big big disappointment for me uh so four uh two stories of course um called pipe screams and within the walls of madness uh so pipe screams is about uh this like woman who owns a building that is basically run down she doesn't give a fuck about so she hires uh this uh plumber to come in basically and fix the place up and uh, when he is fixing uh the drain pipes and stuff this like weird sort of creature like comes out of the drain and like it's him basically like trying to like capture like this thing throughout the story um it's like super zany it gets like super zany super wacky and it just it was not for me it reminded me a little bit of the exterminator episode that they did in the beginning it was like very similar i'm like why are you doing like two of like pretty similar stories within the same season it just didn't work i was not a fan of this one at all um and then the second story um is about uh it's very the thing ask it's about uh these scientists in this you know um facility uh, you know it's very like it's sort of a winter setting basically like i said very similar to the thing in a lot of ways um that uh basically this creature has like escaped and they're trying to basically uh like capture it uh and then it gets very Lovecraftian towards the end. Um, so that's like the difference, I guess, between like this and the thing. Um, this one was okay at best. Uh, ugh, God, the creature effects were fucking terrible, though. Like really fucking bad at the end. Um, so yeah, I mean, it had like its moments of okayness. It ha- it has um, what's her name? Uh, Denise Crosby from Pet Cemetery fame in this one. And the first episode starred uh, Barbara Crampton as well, who looks who almost looked unrecognizable. I think she maybe she's had some work done or something. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, she, she looks di- beautiful very older different. woman too. She is. She looks wicked different. Uh but yeah, uh, this was in my opinion the worst episode of the season. I uh, did not enjoy either one of these stories, so I would say a total skip over this episode. You're not going to miss anything at all. Wonderful. Can't wait to watch it. 
Um, <laughs> all right. My first one this week is my ongoing little series that I'm going through for the next uh, eight, nine weeks. Uh, so it is Evil Bong 3, Reefer Madness, a.k.a. The Wrath of Bong from 2011 over on Tubi. Uh, so in this one, um, a meteor falls from the sky and brings to us an alien bong that, uh, you know, the same people from the first two happen to find and bring over to their weed shop. And then, uh, you know, someone tests it out and smokes out of it and goes into the stripper land that like the other two movies. In this one, it's alien kind of strippers uh, that are trying to, and I'm not even kidding you, uh, extract their jizz with this big, like, long (laughs) tube thing. I'll just volunteer Uh, it. Right. And it's like this green jizz that comes out of them. And then it becomes a whole thing that where they want to go save their friends. So they decide to go back and get CC, which is the evil bong from the first one, like the main bong of the series, to help them out and uh, destroy this alien bong. Obviously, it's fucking stupid. Uh, these movies are just getting worse and worse uh, as they progress. I can't believe there's like five more of these that I have to go through. Um, I can't. I can't imagine it being much worse, but... I'm sure it will be somehow, and uh, I just wouldn't recommend this at all. Just stop, just Steve. Oh no, I gotta go. I gotta no, see just it through. stop, man. <laughs> gotta see it through. It's it's like anything. We all um, we, all, we all care about you. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop. Um, yeah, but they're they're getting shorter and shorter too. I think the next one's only 58 minutes, so it's it's not too bad. Um, so yeah, Evil Bong Three: Reefer Madness. Uh, skip, I'd say. Wonderful. Uh, all right, my uh, next one is called. Follow Me, a.k.a. No Escape. Uh, Multiple titles on this one, apparently. Um, This one is about this uh, social media personality dude who is, like, super famous, has, like, millions and millions of followers. He does, like, all these crazy videos. And him and his friends decide to go on a trip to Moscow to do an extreme escape room. Um, So they go there and... Uh, from there, craziness ensues. This movie is kind of like um, Saw meets Hostel meets Escape Room. Uh, it's actually not bad. Like, it, you know, it's low budge um, and it's like a bit ridiculous at times, but it's very entertaining. Like, it's, you know, the traps and the escape room stuff is great. Um, there is a crazy twist at the end that you can like sort of see coming but like it's still pretty like wild and i i dug it i dug it a lot actually so uh yeah i would definitely recommend this one it's like it's it's fun it's a good like turn off your brain type of movie highly entertaining good popcorn flick so uh yeah i would check this one out that's a good combo of films to be uh to be a part of if uh uh, all right, my last one this week is uh, a screener we got. So it's a 2021 release that you can get over on VOD. And apparently Arrow has a service now. Uh, I didn't know about this, but uh, so it's also on Arrow's streaming service and it's called Threshold. So in this one, a uh, junkie girl gets uh, a message from some kind of cult that she needs to go and confront uh, this demon 
So she enlists her brother, who then they go on this like cross country trip across the United States as they deal with their uh, you know brotherly brother sister issues. Uh, him mostly being mad that she's a junkie and that she ruined her life and stuff like that. And they go from kind of rest stop to rest stop, or you know they rent a Airbnb and all these different places that they stop on the way to their destination. And these little kind of events happen at every place that they go to. There's a lot, it's a lot of them just talking and hashing out their issues. The acting is actually super solid. Uh, so there is that that goes for it. But uh, overall, it's very long. Like I was just like, okay, get to the point already. I don't understand where the hell this is going. And the conclusion is so fucking weird. Like so weird. I, I can't even, with a, I'm not gonna spoil it because it's a brand new movie that came out this week. But I was just completely baffled by how this was anything of a good idea it was it was odd it was weird and it ended really abruptly as well with without real a real resolution so i would say skip this one uh not one of my favorites but if you're into you know nice conversations between a brother and sister uh go for it but other than that i personally wouldn't recommend it that's a threshold sweet too many streaming services crazy like i can't get an arrow yeah you know what Tubi recommended me the other day freaking xx Oh man! Like, no, God! Did you listen to me? <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's it. Get the trivia questions out, y'all. And here, oh, are the I oh, I'm prepared. Don't you worry. Oh my gosh! I like that. <laughs> she gave a little scowl at the camera and everything. All right, myself in hanging on the first place with 46. Joe right on my balls with 45. Steve right on his balls with 43. And Sam looking at all our balls. Drift away in 31. <laughs> Got a lot of balls today. Balls. I don't know what we're doing, but our balls are out. I, don't, I can't explain it sometimes. We're guys, we're weird. What else is Sometimes else we compare nuts. That's what we do. I'm sure you, all of you guys on this call have done that. So, <laughs> no, I'm the only one. All right. Well, let's talk. Let's move on to. <laughs> all right. My. Awkward. Uh, I alluded to this earlier to Sam. I don't know if Joe's on, but I, like I said, I was afraid you guys weren't going to read the book. So as punishment, I had determined that I was going to ask only <laughs> Girl of Love, Tom Gordon, Gordon related questions worth two points each for Do Steve it. to capitalize. I dare you. Well, this is good because it's fresh in my brain. Yeah, good. exactly. Well, <laughs> I have an advantage now. I read it a little while ago. But I am chickening out and can No. Kayla sent me some. I'm going to go first. Uh, Kayla sent me some, but the one I can't use a can of a Holocaust one because Sam hasn't seen that one yet. So I don't want to screw over automatically. Turtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the answer is correct. Uh, no. Um, Jeepers Creepers, I guarantee no one will get. So that's not fun. But this one is fun. You guys ready? Yes. Not Tom Gordon related. What is the name of the coastal town celebrating its centennial in the fog? Uh, Antonio Bay. That is correct. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I would not have guessed nice that. Nice job, buddy. Bob Joe. Great. I watched it last year for the first time and I loved it. I want to, yeah, that's one I don't like. It's it's good, man. I, I really like Adrian Barbeau is, is great, man. She's fucking babe. Yeah, she, and she's a babe in it. She's, yeah. Have you met her? She's like super sweet. Yeah, she I have. Is nice. She yeah. is. Yeah. And she's still attractive for like an older woman. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> but her, her autograph was a little expensive. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was like $75. Oh, oh really? What? Yeah, where Dang. I went anyway. Yeah. Yeah, when I met in her, I Canada? think. In Canada? In Canada. So it's 60 yeah, bucks yeah. US. That's Jeez. still a lot. I think it was like 40 when I met her. Yeah, it was about 30, 40 for yeah. me too. Hmm. Wow. 
this was recent would you, so would, would you ever sign i got creep show i, I didn't i didn't end up <laughs> going uh, okay uh, I, I was in line next to her to meet tony todd and uh i was kind of giant, giant of a man holy fuck he he shook my hand and i was like god damn dude <laughs> him, and ken, him and ken Frey are like the biggest fuckers i've ever met oh uh, they're huge yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i got All a right. sweet uh escape from new york thing signed by her nice nice uh yeah i'll go next then so all my questions this week are from uh, Kayla as well. So thank you nice. very much for the questions. First one, in the Hellraiser series, in what war was the former human self of Pinhead a British Army captain of? Revolutionary War. Wrong. Civil. Sorry, what was that, Sam? Civil War. No, wrong. <laughs> Where the Civil War? Civil War. Civil War. War. World. A bad one. World War One, an old one. That's correct. World War One. Wow. Fucking Joe, I don't know. Pull that on my ass. <laughs> Joe, just stop with your dangling balls, okay? We with get it. with that question, Joe is taking first place. Seven. Oh, right. come on! Not on Todd's birthday episode, Joe. Have some <laughs> respect, right. would you? I'll tank. I'll tank the rest from here on out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kayla also sent me questions, but I am going to uh, save them for next week. So thank you, Kayla, for saying Kayla's a machine. Yeah. She is. Because um, this week, since we are doing The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon by Stephen King, my theme this week is all Stephen King-themed trivia. So Steve, I'm sure, was very happy to hear that. <laughs> His wife's happy. She's in the off-the-screen telling right, her shit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, one second. Can we pause for a second? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. okay. So my first question is, what is Stephen King's longest book? Stand. <laughs> Correct. God damn it, Todd. Todd. Yeah. Okay. It is the stand. I was gonna say Dreamcatcher is pretty close. Yeah, I was gonna say uh under the dome's so, up there too. So, so, yeah, under the dome, dome is massive, yeah. Insomnia is pretty big. Um yeah, so eleven twenty two sixty three is really long too. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my favorite one by him. That's what everyone keeps telling me. I that may be one I'll have to tackle. It's not horror point. though. It's not no, horror. It's, yeah. it's about uh Kennedy, right? JFK, yeah, this guy finds like a portal to go back in time yeah. a couple years before JFK is assassinated. I right. watched when I went and visited Sam when she was living in Kansas at the time. I watched like the first two episodes on the airplane of the TV series and it was pretty good. I didn't it's finish good. it though, yeah. It's good. With uh, James Franco, right? I believe yep. was in that, yeah. And with that point, I have tied Joe for <laughs> first place. All right. Don't you tank on me. I want, I want 100%. <laughs> I want A plus. I want Tom Brady Joe. All right. Now. All right, Sam. <laughs> Okay, let's see. So my trivia questions also come from Kayla. Kayla? Wow. Jeez. Yeah, she's been busy. Um, okay, let's see, let's see. All right, Hostel Part 3 changes the primary location Las of Vegas. the film series. All right, Todd. Oh. Kayla sent this one to I you too by accident. No, I just... I, I've never seen that one. That's, I don't, I don't think good. I've seen that one either. It's not I don't good. see one too. <laughs> the second one wasn't bad I, you know i revisited the second one and i loved it yeah all girls yeah it's really good Is, did the third one was that straight to video release yep or did that yeah i thought no, it was dvd yeah all right back to me for two points tom gordon related patricia mcfarland's father does not believe in god what does he believe in uh subnautica or Subaudible. Um, Subaudible, you're correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Points. All right. That's a hard one. That is a hard yep. one. 
he, they say it a lot in the book. Like she, she brings, she, it, she brings it up a lot. <laughs> like, it, yeah. All right. My second one. In the Hills Have Eyes from 2006, what city is the Carter family traveling to? San Diego. Correct. Yeah, boy. Great. Make it up for movie, that. By the way. I love it. Shout out to Natalie. Went on a date with her. Great, yeah. All movie? right, Natalie. That is dope. Wait, she was your girlfriend from kindergarten to high school? I didn't want you to know about her. <laughs> <laughs> no, we dated, we dated before I got married, so. Really oh. Nice girl. Really nice girl. Oh. All right. Joe's up. Or right. Steve, no, yeah, Joe's up. Joe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, which novel does Stephen King say he has little, rec- little recollection of writing due to his previous the alcohol Shining. and drug addiction? The Shining. Incorrect. Ow. Stop. Oh, incorrect. I was trying. I don't know. I only know like three Stephen King books, so I'm going to opt out on this one. I'm going to go. Can I opt out with a point? <laughs> Winning uh, a point? Let's go carry. Incorrect. The correct oh, answer. Hold on. Oh, okay. Second. Sam, we, do you want to make a wild us. guess? I'll give you all one more guess if you want. All right. Can you turn your camera to wherever you looked at? I'm, I'm gonna. Can I guess the second time? Sure. I'm going to go Firestarter. All right. That's also incorrect. All right. <laughs> Didn't Christine? Christine, incorrect. The hospital one. I forget what it's called. Kingdom oh. Hospital. Incorrect. Damn. The correct answer is Cujo. Oh. Uh, so oh. he said, so uh, King was quoted with saying, uh, I don't say... Uh, that with pride or shame only with a vague sense of sorrow and loss i like that book i wish i could remember enjoying the good parts as i put them down on the page just read it i, I, <laughs> I get it what was the hospital one you said uh, todd isn't it called kingdom hospital no i don't know what it is but I, like you know what i'm talking about though right he got hit by a van and then we, he was in the hospital yeah. and he wrote the hospital book yeah, I don't remember what the book. Oh, well, I'm gonna have to Google it before we continue. So. Um, Stephen King Hospital book. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know, Kingdom Hospital. There it is. Is this? Oh, all right. Is, no, is no, no. Shorts? Okay, I was gonna say. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just move on. <laughs> all right, Sam. Oh, it's a TV show. Never mind. Oh, okay. I'm sorry for derailing everything. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> what else over. is new? Okay. Next question from Kayla. In a voiceover cameo, what actor played the fiance of protagonist Michelle in 10 Cloverfield Lane? Um shit, I can't remember her name. I, I can't either. Girl? Interesting. I like that. Joe loses a point because he thinks it's a girl. <laughs> Wait, wait, can you can you repeat the wait, can you can you repeat the question then? Yes. In a voice over Kenya, what actor played the fiance of protagonist Michelle Uh, in Tin Cloverfield Lane? Okay, I I I didn't hear the question right. Um I think it is I'll give you a hint. No, okay, give me a hint. 
Looks great with a beard. Every man looks good with a beard. <laughs> John Krasinski. Really? She's around in her head. Nope. No. Anyone else want to guess? Good no. with a beard. Uh, has Ryan Gosling had a beard before? Probably. Mm-hmm. He has a great Ryan, beard. Ryan Gosling. Not him. Dang. I don't. Think, is Ryan Gosling cute, Sam? Oh yeah, he is. Here's is he? another hint. He has great <laughs> hair. <laughs> Thank you. Great hair. Great hair and icy blue eyes. Uh, imagine if this dude has long hair. If he has great hair. What 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 type of movies has he been in? Is he is he a famous actor like super famous? Super famous. I, I can think of his. Oh my God, what's his name? Fucking shit. Yeah, you got Steve when he started describing beautiful hair and beautiful eyes. <laughs> like, oh yeah, hot he dudes. might do. He might he might do a little singing. Oh, what singing hair? <laughs> Freaking Bon Jovi. Yes. Oh fuck, what's his name? God. <laughs> Late at night, you might find him on the meat train. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Yep. Well, that's not who I was going I don't think for, you so. get a point, though, Joe. <laughs> yeah, what the I hell mean, is the meat train? Yeah, the meat train. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a weird thing. Remember Soul Train? I thought it was like a Soul Train type thing. Does Joe get a point or not? Yeah, Fine. I mean. Well, he got it, so. No. I'll take it. He got it. Yeah, he gets the point. With that, he. Takes the lead again? No, no, no. I'm still up by one. All right. All right, Todd. All right, back to me. Yep. All right, Tom Gordon related for two points. Name, oh. Patricia's brother and her mom. Aquila and Peter. Fucking two points for Steven. Nice. Very nice. Steve wrote all these points down on his notebook. <laughs> all of them. I wrote every point from every question <laughs> that he could potentially ask. <laughs> you write down Pages of notes. <laughs> you write down, okay, she saw a tree on page three. Right, exactly. <laughs> tree. <laughs> all right. Last question. In the exorcism of Emily Rose, what is the name of the priest on trial? Father Dowling. Well, you got half of it right, but no points for us. <laughs> got the father right. Do you yeah. remember that show, though? Fra- father Dowling? Yeah. No. Father, like it would have fa- been on when we were kids. It's Father Moore. That's correct. It's Father Moore. You just Googled it. You Googled it. You see his eyes? <laughs> I was thinking. I knew Shifty it because I had it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, father Dowling. Know, fucking no, it doesn't Google. bring a bear. <laughs> Oh, okay. What's it from, Sam? Um, I don't remember what what channel it was on, but I'll send you a picture of it later. Right, it's like cool. a show in the nineties. And with that point, Joe, it's and like Tyler a mis- murder mystery show, kind of. Hmm. Forty nine apiece. All right. Is it back to me? Yep. All right. My last one for the night. What percentage of King's work have been adapted into film adaptations? Film or are we counting TV or miniseries or every every everything every media or just novels or are we counting short stories? Oh my god! Everything. <laughs> are we doing percentage? Are we going above Percent, under? Uh, percentage. Fuck! They just did a festival of like twenty of his stories like last week. Um, I'm gonna say eighty-three percent. Okay. I'm gonna go slightly lower, seventy-two percent. Okay. And I'm gonna I have go. Guess. Uh, do it to be dead on? Is it closest or? Um, well, I'll say closest. I'll go 65. Okay. Okay. I'm, uh, did, so I, <laughs> He's not sure anymore. 
So oh, he like, did take right, all well, the variables into consideration. It, <laughs> it, it is. Math. It's. I, I have. So what I have written down is film adaptations. So I don't know if that's changed. What was he at? Steve S. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so I know that. Well, that's why I, I'm. I'll give you all another shot. Cause okay. So we're all. Are we all like way? I think we're way too the, high. Oh, okay. Uh, 25%. 34%. All right. I'll go 40. Sam Ooh. is closest at 30, 31%. I feel nice. that's got to be higher with shows and. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mini series sure. shows. Yeah. It's probably more like 50. At least. Yeah. Hmm. Sam? Okay. Last question. Last Last question. Are you ready? And it's um, related to the girl who loved Tom Gordon. All righty. For the cover of the first edition, who did the cover art? Christ. Stephen King. (laughs) Joe Hill. (laughs) Probably wasn't even alive then, was he? Oh, yeah, 99. Yeah, he's definitely alive. I don't know. Math. (laughs) Um... Cover art, Clive Barker. A great guess. Thank you. So I get but the no, <laughs> it's Shasty O'Leary. Oh yeah. So I get Not a point a for that. <laughs> Not a person or a program? I'm... I get a point. <laughs> it's <hot. It's> sounds... <laughs> I, I have his autograph. So it sounds like an it sounds like an Irish Steve an Irish stop. pub. I'm serious. <laughs> I do. Oh, you I do. I we I have really? uh, so my, my wife. I thought you were being sarcastic. My, my, my wife collects these um, these prints uh, of the first cover arts of all of his books, signed the, by the person who drew them. Cool. And I That's know for cool. sure we have. Uh, they're they're all like hanging in my room, but I don't know the what fucking a great names. Collection but, to have. They're, they're all signed by the original artist. So. Yeah, that's a unique wow. collection. Oh, yeah, that's, that's only, a uh, very unique collection. That's 30, what I'm talking about. Thirty-five of each. Talking they're, about they're, they're Funko numbered. Pops. Why yeah. don't you get the first edition of Stephen King's book signed by the artist and then come at me talking about you collect? Duh. We have yeah. we have number fourteen of thirty-five of all of them because it's like wow, an ongoing thing. That's amazing. It's very dope. Yeah, I'll show you guys when I do a room tour. Steve, you need to fucking make a TikTok and share <laughs> all of the cool stuff you have. All the cool kids have TikTok, Steve. If you have no, I'm, I'm too old for TikTok. I don't. I don't. Personally. No, you're not. No one is too old for TikTok. Yeah, Steve has OnlyFans. I do. I do have OnlyFans. Oh well, there you go. You can have your balls hanging out while oh, you show oh. these different collections. Imagine he doesn't even mention it. He's just like showing shit. His nuts are hanging out. Right. Are you joking? <laughs> I know there's several people that would pay for Steve's OnlyFans, me like, including. Here's number 14 of the book. But I would sign up nut. under a different name, not my own name. Whenever I hear balls dropping out, I think of Miss Man from Scary Movie. <laughs> <laughs> we, all have our, we all have our secrets, Cindy. Yeah, so, <laughs> I got one uh one bonus here. Right. Bonus for one point only. Tom Gordon related. Name Patricia McFarland's best friend. Uh Pepsi. Pepsi. Oh. Steve got it out first. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Pepsi it is. With that, anyone else have any bonuses or are we good? No, we're good. We gotta get to the review. Steve came in strong tonight with five. Joe four. Myself three. Sam one. Which brings our total to Joe and Todd tied first place forty nine. Steve right on our heels forty eight. Sam thirty two. It's so long. It was nice knowing everyone.
we'll get you no, we'll get no, you up no. there it's all right we got i got i'm gonna do all halloween happy related trivia next week for 10 <laughs> 10 points and actually let's not end halloween happy trivia for 10 points a question can you just do like dorito trivia and like yes. nacho nacho trivia nickelodeon yeah. trivia pretty little liars trivia yeah female, female condom <laughs> trivia yes exactly <laughs> gross all right ready to review the book yes do it ready stephen king the girl who loved tom garden soon gordon soon to be a movie adaptation at some point on a six-mile hike on the main to New Hampshire branch of the Appalachian Trail, nine-year-old Trisha McFarland quickly tires of the constant bickering between her older brother Pete and her recently divorced mother. But when she wanders off by herself to take a shit, well, actually she's taking a piss, and then tries to catch up by attempting a shortcut, she becomes lost in a wilderness maze full of peril and terror. Like that? All right, like I said in the beginning, I chose this book because it was short. And I had never read it. So this book starts off with a young girl, nine-year-old Patricia McFarlane, hanging out with her brother and her mom. Uh, mom's recent divorce from her father. And they moved from Boston down to little New Hampshire town. The brother is very unhappy because he misses his friends. He's kind of a nerdy kid, so he gets picked on. So that doesn't help his relationship with his mother, who's doing her best to try to get them out of the house and have them do fun stuff. But Peter, he's you know obnoxious little teenager always giving her shit. Patricia constantly gets upset because they're always fighting. Um, they decided to go on a hike on that section of the Appalachian Trail. And on the hike, they're arguing constantly. So Patricia's like, you know what? She's trying to tell him, I got to take a piss. But no one's listening to her. She's like, fuck it. I'm going to go take a piss. But of course, she goes off the trail, which is like number one no-no in hiking. She uh, crawls down a little bit further, takes a piss, and then loses the trail. And makes a series of mistakes that leads her away from civilization and ends up being lost in the woods with only her pack on her back which has some food some water some drinks her game boy and her walkman she is obsessed with mr tom gordon who's a relief pitcher for the boston red sox and she soon uh she uses the walkman as a lifeline to civilization and she listens to the red sox play baseball games imagines tom gordon is helping her along the path why she tries to make herself uh, found and i'll leave it at that um who would like to take it first sure i'll jump in okay uh so yeah so todd of course picked this for his birthday pick and uh yeah i mean i had no expectations going into this whatsoever honestly i didn't even read a synopsis um for the book or anything so i just we just kind of dove right in on it and um you know overall i thought it was an okay book um i had to curb my expectations about halfway through though uh because i was expecting it you know stephen king i was expecting it to be like this you know horror or supernatural type novel and it's not really that i mean there are moments which we can get into later on that you know can be horrific but you know it's it's, you know, a basic story about a girl lost in the woods. Um, and, you know, it. once I curved my expectations, I started enjoying it a little more. Uh, probably about halfway through the book, I, I started realizing, okay, this is just going to be a straight up girl lost in the woods scenario. Nothing else is going to happen here. And I, I went with it from there on out. I did think it got better uh, as it progressed. I, I really did start to feel for uh, Trisha's character. I started to connect with her a lot more. 
um, the more we got into the book. Um, you know, it's, it's a very basic book, though. Um, you know, I, I think there could have been a little more to it. But, you know, it was short, it was sweet. Um, and overall, I thought it was, you know, okay. Sam, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Um, I'll go ahead and go because I feel like mine's going to be short. So I am on the same page with Joe. I didn't know what it was going to be about. I kind of just wanted to go in with it being a surprise. But although in the back of my head, I was like Stephen King horror, Todd recommended this one. So I was thinking that the girl would be lost and that a killer was going to come and like shred her to pieces, rip her body apart. And I just, I was like imagining a nightmare, although it is really scary that she got lost and just everything that she goes through with being alone and stuff. I just, I thought it, I thought it was going to be really scary. Um, but we kind of talked about this like briefly at the beginning of the show where I felt like I was reading the same thing over and over. And like I mentioned, something has to be really drastic for my brain to catch it to where it just was like, okay, now here's something else where she gets into trouble, but it just seemed the same thing over and over, even though it really wasn't. Um, it was okay. And I just really feel like Todd led me astray. Like I was really counting on Todd to recommend a fucking scary book that I was going to pee my britches. And did I know, but I forgive you, Todd. Yeah. I felt bad when I was done. I was like, man, that's not what I wanted them to read for Aww. a book. Like, Is that why you kept saying, if you guys haven't read it yet, we can do this. Well, cause like at first I was like, these motherfuckers are going to read it. And then I was like, okay, well, these motherfuckers are going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm like, all right, if they don't do it, I'll just do Friday 13th. But no, cause um, I like, I'm not the, I haven't read that many Stephen King, maybe like 10 or so and of like a hundred, whatever he's written. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one always on a kind of top list of like great Stephen King books. I'm like, all right, I'll pick it up. It's short, blah, blah, blah. And the first like few pages, it's like really good. Like it grabbed me and I'm like, okay, cool. This nine year old girl's lost in the woods and there's something after her. But like, I agree with both of you. It's just okay of a book. We get into reasons why later, but yeah, once you figure out it's straightforward and there's not really anything supernatural outside of her head, then you're like, ah, it's a big letdown. And I'll get to what I think the better book is in this once Steve goes. Um, but yeah, I was super disappointed in it, partly because it wasn't that great of a book. And two, I'm like, oh, I made um, traditionally non-book people read read it and it was like a, not a good book, you know what I mean? So that kind of sucks. So I apologize for that. But Don't apologize. Guys, no, I have to because you made me made me sad yeah so uh I, i'm not a big reader anymore there was a time where i was uh, i worked at a bookstore for a year and that year and then the two years following i was a big reader so i read a lot of Stephen king stuff back then uh now if i do read stuff mostly on vacation it tends to be nonfiction because i find nonfiction more interesting than most of what fiction can bring and this book kind of fell into a situation where because it was fiction i was less attached to it had it been the story of a girl who actually lived that in her childhood and was kind of recounting it, you know, and that always kind of hovered around my head as I wish this was a real account of something that happened because I, I figured out pretty much halfway through the book that nothing really horror is going to happen, you know, a little bit did, but not much. And that was kind of my issue with this book is that not a lot happens. Uh, you know, you're there. It wasn't like a chapter like at the end of the chapter i wasn't super excited to read the next one you know there wasn't uh these big moments that would kind of keep me going and i really slugged through it like i really had a hard time going through it because 
I don't know, there was just no, nothing really grabbing me. Uh, I read a similar story when I was in high school called Hatchet by Gary Paulson, uh, which is a guy, I think it's in a plane crash and he's stuck in the wilderness and it's kind of his story of being stuck in the wilderness. And he's a, I think he's a young guy. He's not nine. I think he was like 14, if I remember or something like that. But That's a that good book. One, that, yeah, and yeah. exactly. That was a great way of describing kind of what it was like to be stuck in wilderness whereas this one never really grabbed me that way so i was kind of bummed out and uh we'll talk about like the more specific details as to why i didn't love it but uh yeah wasn't a fan let's get into it one of my biggest gripes is her age uh, i have kids and a nine-year-old is not gonna act like this at least six my experience plus all their friends no they're fucking dumb no offense to my kids they're you know what i mean they're they're not going to think it was just poorly written. I think it should have been a teenager. It would have made more sense because they have a little bit more brainstorm, but nine-year-old girl. No, it just didn't work for me. Um, and then like Steve just said too, it's like, you're waiting for something to happen and never does. Like you get inklings of like, Ooh, something like, I think one chapter she fell asleep and then it said something like, and then it was, and she watched, she was watched all night. I'm like, I'm into this. But then when we know what it was at the end of the book, I'm like, that's not how that animal acts. Like, there's no way it would just stare at her and then draw a circle around. What? Bears don't fucking do that. You know what I mean? And it was a letdown. That was a, a, a regular creature that didn't act like a normal creature would. And I, I think the better story in here, even though it's, it's super demented, but if we're reading horror, is they pinned her disappearance on a child molester. And I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't want to read this stuff and it's terrible this happens, but I thought that the twist was she was kidnapped and this whole story was in her head as like an escape mechanism while she's being taken by the guy. And I'm like, this, okay, if that goes that route, that's kind of different and interesting. And then it's about her getting out for whatever, but no, that was just like thrown in there never had any, didn't make any sense. It just, I, I think it was thrown in there just to make us think something might happen yeah yeah that that is a good point like the whole child molester thing really like was really kind of thrown it was thrown in there and totally random um they they didn't even really touch on it too much it was like you know a a small part of the book um i honestly thought that would have been a good story too todd like i thought she was gonna get lost in the woods and then she was gonna run into this like if she ran into the child molester or Mm -hmm. something like that that would have been interesting and then maybe like he kidnaps her or something that could have been a really interesting story too but yeah, the way it goes, it's just like it's something I've seen a million times before, or you know, maybe in this case, read. Um, like it's the same story, like people lost in the woods. I mean, it, there's nothing new here. I mean, except for the Red Sox stuff, I guess. You know, her her love of the Red Sox, which obviously Steve, I feel like Stephen King wrote this book because he loves the Red Sox so much, and he just wanted to put his love of the Red Sox in there because obviously we get a lot of stuff and with her listening to the ball game and this and whatnot. And, you know, for me, I am a Red Sox fan. Obviously I grew up a Red Sox fan. I grew up in Boston and I I mean, everything he says in this book is very accurate to the players that played in those years. Um, You know, obviously Tom Gordon was a real player. He was a great closer, but even like the other players they mentioned, like uh, Darren Lewis, Troy O'Leary and stuff like that, those were, Red Sox players I grew up with, I remember them um, very well. Even the commercial, she continuously, the jingle, the 1-800-54-GIANT jingle, that was real. That is still real. That is still played today during Red Sox games and whatnot. So um, I found that all to be like, I was able to click with that a little more. So maybe that's why I like the book. 
a little more maybe than you guys since I grew up a Red Sox fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, so I will say one thing I really did like about this book though, was honestly the hallucination stuff. I thought that was like the most interesting parts of the book. Um, especially the, uh, wasp priest, I believe was his name. Um, I thought that part was genuinely creepy. Like, you know, while reading it, um, you know, like three guys in robes appear or whatever. And then, you know, the, the one guy is, has the face just like covered in wasps or whatever. Um, I really enjoyed that. Like, I thought that was a great part um, of the book. It was one of my favorite parts of the book. Um, Like, I just wish we got more stuff like that. Maybe that was real rather than hallucinations. Uh, But yeah. Um, So Joe said that, and I think uh, Todd mentioned it too, that this book is, everyone enjoys it. Like, do we know, is it, as for a certain age because I feel like this is a book that I would have read in middle school or I don't know is that weird to say I feel like it kind of reminded me of Swiss Family Robinson and what's the book with the oh, Lord of the Flies like mm. it was kind of like that style if that makes I sense. I don't think it's geared towards kids. I th- it's not but it feels yeah. very young adultish like I feel like this is like a, like a young adult novel like I feel yeah. like this is like something you would read in high school maybe or even middle like there's nothing like super is, adult like involved mm-hmm. sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say which is fine like I feel like people younger would really enjoy this but maybe because we're like so used to blood and guts and evil and just the worst things in life that it's <laughs> too I don't know. It just didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Like the story didn't, like a bear, a bear would act like that. Talks like, I want to know what bear. I want to know what bear he had in mind. (laughs) Yeah, we need Dwight to explain it to us because. (laughs) (laughs) Black bears are best. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I'm totally with you guys. I I wrote it as a note as well uh, with the whole like child molester, serial killer guy that they mentioned. Uh, That got my interest like going. But all it was used for is to explain why they kind of weren't searching for her where where they were. And I thought that was cheap. Like I had, I really thought like Todd actually, that it was pretty much becoming a metaphor. Uh, I don't want to get too graphic, but uh, you know, her kind of being hurt in certain places and uh, being like, you know, stung and puking and all that stuff I thought was basically all a big metaphor. And her only like salvation was to go to baseball games in her head uh, because that was like her happy place. So, but nope, not even close. (laughs) That's a super dark version of this book. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Uh, Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, the, the describing of the baseball was like, okay, but it, it got old fast to me, you know, like if I'm not a Red Sox fan, uh, so it just didn't mean anything to me after a while they just kept going into way too much detail uh you know and then there's just not a lot that happens and that's really my biggest beef with it uh and also his references like you said she's a nine-year-old girl and she's talking about like mash like i don't know no nine-year-old girls who watch mash like she's especially too she's too mature yeah this to, especially to the detail that he would go into it and there you know she saw something on little house of the prairie like it's almost like his childhood as opposed to a girl from the late 90s you know right yeah no totally 
And like, um, what kind? I don't know any nine-year-old girls that are like sexual or whatever. You that's know, what I book said. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, she's like saying like, Joe, you weird you disagreed shit. with me when I said that. Well, you were like, uh, I used to be like that. I'm like, yeah, but a girl would not be. Uh, yeah, no, like a guy, that. a boy, a little boy like that age, maybe. But yeah, a little girl maybe. probably not. Yeah. Could, could you have survived at your nine-year-old nine-year-old self, Sam, in the woods? Um, Hell no. I think I could have. I would have been really afraid though. I would I don't be think dead. I'd survive. No, no, maybe you. I'm saying me personally, I'd be fucking dead. Like no chance. Like I'm surviving at nine years old in the woods. Like I think of my nephews or nieces. I'm like, they're maybe surviving a day or two. There's no way she was it nine days. Is that how long it is? She survives. Yeah. Innings, yeah. 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 There's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that like will kicks in. Nine years old though. That's yeah, a, that's a, nine is young. Yeah. Like I gave my, daughter when she was nine like a pocket knife when we were hiking I'm like all right you can and then she started fucking around i'm never mind <laughs> give me that back <laughs> no Aww. um but i yeah my nine-year-old self no i was fucking playing trumpet and band i'm not fucking surviving in the fucking woods <laughs> yeah it, it just go in, in weird uh he would die in the fucking canadian wilderness for sure fucking moose uh, would fucking uh, stomp him yeah gr- grizzly bear would uh <laughs> or moose yeah fucking moose yeah <laughs> Or, or a fucking uh, Canadian geese, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, the shout out to the Let's XP Gaming podcast where I told stories about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just uh, never let's grabbed not. me. Let's not. Yeah. Sam's Let's Not podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's not recommend this one. Okay. Uh, we'll get, yeah. we'll get there. So, so basically, that, that's my thoughts is that it never got going. You know, once in a while, it'd go. Like, to me, I was almost more interested in her parents and brother like their conversation about what it felt like to have her lost but they it was so little like he'd just be like oh uh, meanwhile they're having sex like yeah out of nowhere. that's un- <laughs> unbelievable too i'd be out of the fucking woods believe right, trust ex- me no fuck exactly yeah and they really mention it for no reason it just like goes to them all of a sudden i'm like oh wait we're not with they're the little fucking... girl anymore. and yeah and why i just don't know it's just, it was just a weird book uh definitely one of my least favorites i read from stephen king yeah me too plot hole too is like you got these experienced hunters with their hunting dogs they would have picked up on her scent so easily yeah she was stomping around she's pissing and shitting everywhere she's eating all her food leaving it i guess it would have been a fucking three-hour thing mm-hmm. i think this is like a 30-page book that was stretched into 100 and or 200 or whatever it was yeah okay. I mean, where they go with the movie like what i, I just don't that's a, it's gonna be I the honestly, most biggest slow burn ever <laughs> i was gonna say i honestly think this might work better like as a movie honestly like i think like with the right setting like you know like act, when you actually like see the woods and a little girl lost in the woods it could definitely oh, yeah. make it for scarier like or just like more like or creepier you know with the noises and shit they could uh the right director and the right screenplay written they could definitely do some pretty cool and like the images of the wasp priest and stuff like in a movie could make for a pretty cool movie do you know who was attached to direct this in 2004 no uh george romero george romero really? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah interesting that would have been a interesting pick for him i, mean, I, I agree yeah <laughs> that's an interesting time in his filmography the problem with this book now is no one knows who the fuck Tom Gordon is. So, like, if you make a movie now, it's like... It's got to be like Tom Brady or something. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, actually, they probably should do that, like, change yeah. it to that or something, which I'm sure... No, King, I don't think so. King would hate that. I mean... Well, he's a fucking Boston guy, too. You're going to you're gonna have to, like... Get really, to update it. You're, 
that or like said it, I guess, during the Tom Gordon error, and you're gonna have to do like an info dump on who Tom Tom Gordon is at the beginning of the movie. Like have her at a Red Sox game cheering on yeah. Tom Gordon or something like that. that was baseball well, cards. I mean, I will say when I when she was talking about Tom Gordon, like I at first was like, Oh, it's just a made up baseball player. And I just took it I took the information mm. for what it was. Yeah. I wasn't I I wasn't like, is this a real baseball player? just until you started talking about it but yeah i mean i can see why this movie hasn't been made yet though like obviously because like we said it's just not anything new or so i can see like it's one of the more uninteresting king stories probably like or, i grant i haven't read a lot of king stuff but i can see why it's been skipped over all these years of not being made into a movie yeah and the geography didn't work for me that's yeah. uh so so she walked nine days uh, presumably not in a straight line, right? Because that's almost hill downhill. Yeah, it's almost impossible. But she somehow made it from New Hampshire to Vermont, and <laughs> somehow three hours from Montreal. So that's where I'm from. And Jeez. I've dri- I've driven down to New Hampshire when I went to see Joe. I had to go through Vermont and New Hampshire. If you're three hours from Montreal, man, she fucking walked far. <laughs> like she walked hundreds of miles so there ain't no fucking way like it just yeah. didn't make sense to me and i remember at one point in the book they did say she was like 30 miles off of like where they were searching for and they were like yeah. no one would ever believe it that she like made it that far so yeah, i don't i mean i guess if you're walking all fucking day for nine, like nine years old is a nine, nine, span. Right. yeah, yeah. in, in no. swamps right for the whole for most yeah of the she time went through she trudged through the swamp yeah right. <laughs> What do you guys think about the bear? I know we all agree that it's probably better supernatural, but could they have made the bear better? I mean, they made it supernatural, right? Like, well, in the her hallucination, like yeah. they said, like you know, the eyes like had maggots coming out of it or whatever, and or a hollow, I think, and there were like maggots coming out of them or something like that. Um, so they tried to like paint this like creepy picture of him um, until you find out, oh, it's just a normal bear. Bear once the guy finally shoots at it not acting um, very bear like <laughs> yeah you know it was whatever it was just like the continuation of just kind of like adult i wish they i don't know maybe like it's just so cliche to have a bear right like attacker like maybe I, I, was, saw- I was waiting for it the whole book because yeah. i'm like they're in the woods she's gonna meet a bear that's gonna be a thing that's 100 mm-hmm. and i think because they they had been kind of hyping this up throughout most of the book with the hallucinations that I was almost, I was disappointed. It was a bear. Like, Oh, that's yeah. so oh, fucking obvious. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I don't know. Like, I know you're supposed to be like cheering her on when she does like the whole, like her Tom Gordon interpretation thing to try to like defeat the bear or whatever. And I don't know. I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. It just didn't like grab me. Like I, I mean, she was a de- good enough character and everything, but like, I don't know. I just, like, didn't get, like, emotionally attached to her as much as I guess I, I wish I could have. Yeah. Do you think you would have gotten more attached if it was a little boy? I don't think so. No, I don't think it would have mattered one way or the mm-hmm. other, honestly. I think, like you guys said, if she was older, I might have gotten more attached because I was my suspension of disbelief was just not there at a nine, with a nine-year-old, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before we rate this, if you're ever hiking, people, you get lost. You're supposed to stay where you're at. Don't move. So, there's my advice to you. Uh, and we we, we oh, did get we one got question. Oh, we got little Todd's tips. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, that we, we should do that as a segment. Todd's dad, <laughs> dad tip of the week. <laughs> What's the tip, Dad? You gotta watch where you're sitting, where you're pissing, because you might piss. But what if stick. I, what if I get impatient? Like, how long should I stay there you, in the you woods? S- you stay there until they find you, because someone will be searching for you. They're gonna, they're gonna fan out from where they last saw you. If you keep walking, you might walk away like Patricia, Patricia McFarland did. Okay. And always tell someone where you're going. Like, even now, if I'm, my mom obviously lives in a different state, but I'm like, hey, mom, I'm going to this trail. So if I'm lost, I know to look what trail for me. Hmm. Why don't you tell us, Todd? We want to be your emergency contacts, too. Emergency, well, okay, let me look through his Facebook <laughs> messenger to... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, fun fact, uh, Appalachian Trail is a bucket list item for me. It's gigantic and people lose like 50 pounds on it, but it'd be fun. Oh, man. wow. How long does it take to hike the whole thing? Like weeks? Like 30 days or something like that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's read this. Well, fucking we we thing. got one question about it. Oh, uh, okay. So let me just find it again because my phone. One, one reader. Right. Yeah. And guess who it is? <laughs> Eric. Kayla. Eric. <laughs> Eric, yes. Eric, a little bastard. Uh, actually, everyone in our Discord said they love this book, including Eric. So, yeah. So everyone will be. Really? Everyone will be so sad. what are we missing? I want to know why. I like sent put it in the Discord. Yeah. Uh, what it is about this book you like? I'm I'm genuinely curious. It's very it's highly fun. rated online because like I went I went and read reviews like after I was done reading it and I'm like wow like people seem to love this one I and yeah I don't know. Yeah, Eric read it over two days. It took me like a fucking that week fucking and a half. guy. <laughs> he reads so much; it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So this question: What did you think of the ending? Did the game over mean that Trisha's terrifying ordeal was over, or did her slipping out of consciousness mean that she died? Yeah, I think I, she died. I thought the same thing, honestly. Like after I read the end, there I was like, huh. I was like. I was thinking, I was like, I was trying to interpret it. And obviously it's very open to interpretation. I took it as she didn't die. I took it as, you know, she just like fell asleep. It was like, she had that special moment with her dad and she's safe now. And she went to sleep. Like, that's how I took it. But I could totally see people taking it the other way too. Like, since like, it was like a point to the sky thing, you know, signifying like, God, she's going to heaven and stuff. So yeah, I mean, and she, I mean, she was pretty fucked up towards the end of that, you know, uh, on the trail. They said she had a bad infection in her chest. She was coughing up blood and whatnot. So, I think I'll take it at face value that she fell asleep because the book was face valued the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stick with that. Plus, if they wanted to go dark, they could have gone dark earlier in the movie or in the book. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fucking Eric with his reading abilities. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Yeah, I don't think she died. Yeah, D- didn't they say that the guy who found her had, was like honored at a parade or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would celebrated. they honor someone if she died? I don't think so. No. True. So <laughs> yeah. I think that alone is proof that she survived the ordeal. That's true. Yeah. Uh, once she game over, it was just the analogy for the whole book because right. for those who read it, uh, it's not chapters; it's actually innings. innings. Yeah. Uh, so it's like bottom of the you know fourth and top of the fourth and yeah, all that stuff. So and then there was post game and then there was game over. So. I think it was just a baseball analogy for the end of the story, not end of her yeah. life. Super convenient to have a hunter there, huh? Yeah, super. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, but if it was, all right, right the fucker. I'll, I'll start since I put you guys through this. Uh, on Goodreads, which is the letterbox of reading, I have a three out of five. Um, but if we're rating it, it's like a 5.75 out of 10. 
I love the setting, and I think there's a cool story here, just execution-wise. It was a chore for me to get through as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, it's, like, I'm, like, right in the middle with this one. Like, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it either, though. Like, I, it was an okay enough story. Um, if I were to let it boxed it, <laughs> I'd give it a three. I'd give it a three out of five, like Todd as well, which, you know, I guess around a six, I guess, is about where I'd be with this one. Um would I, if a movie adaptation comes out, I'd watch it. I'd give it a shot and see uh, what they could do with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I was I was a bit disappointed with this one. I was just uh, underwhelmed. I guess is the best way to put it. Um, because Todd picked this one and it's his birthday. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> ease no, up just. A, I'm gonna ease up just a little bit and give it a five. <laughs> Even mine, it's not like a favorite of mine. So if you want to be honest, go for it. Fine, 4.8. 4.8. <laughs> yeah, I'm not using up. Uh, I'm, I'm giving it a <laughs> 4 out of 10. Four out of 10. Uh, I, for, for books, mean they, they need to move. Like, there's things need to happen. Uh, if you're going to have a character with uh, a book with basically one character for most of the story, uh, it's got to be better. Like, there's just got to be more to it. And this one just didn't grab me. I mean, even at what, like 268 pages, I think, uh, it took me forever to read it because I just wasn't interested. Whereas a book that I like, I can go through pretty quick. So on paper, no pun intended, that's supposed to be a fast read. And right. it was exactly. not. Right, yeah. exactly. So. Um, so I apologize once again. I will never, I will never pick a book <laughs> again apologize. for any reason. No, I, I liked that we were, we did a book. I mean, I thought it was a nice change up, you know, something different. But next time, let's I, if we are to do another book, I would love us to do like something more like horror, like extreme. Horror, or something. Maybe, yeah. maybe with a movie adaptation so we can yeah, yeah. compare That'd the be two. Cool. It'd World be War different. C would be good. It would be, yeah. yeah. One day. Uh, all right. It's just something I want to mention. Uh, it's not 100% sure yet, but we're looking at maybe trying out a live show uh, or at least a live, you know, cast or whatever you call it whatever you kids call it these days uh on friday <laughs> live stream dad a live stream uh on friday the 14th i think that's so that's uh next friday from uh when you listen oh to my this god podcast. next friday wow so uh just check out for the details on our I social media excited sam is and our discord we're just gonna try to figure it, it out kind of it's so you know, it's, it's, our, it's our first time so there might be some uh, hitches go, and stuff like that on me. But, it's my uh, first time yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to do something and just switch it up a little bit. You know, we did the T-shirts, which you could get on T Public, by the way, and you know we did the Discord. So now we're gonna try the live stream. So. T-shirts, mugs, computer pillows. cases. <laughs> I guess, I'm still waiting for my pillows. Fucking but... rugs, yeah, spanners. Yeah. We got our mugs. Spreads, and I... Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we got our women's underwear. Mugs. Coffee mugs look great. Uh, I got the tapestry. That's it's fucking huge. It's gonna look great when we start doing cons again. That's going to be cool. I might not even order a banner because that thing like makes up for a banner for sure. Um, and we're still waiting on our t-shirts, but I think they're coming tomorrow. Hopefully. Oh, oh I, I need to give a shout out to your geeky neighbor on YouTube. Um, he sent me a mystery box of birthday items, which I haven't opened oh, because nice. my boss oh, is in town. Sweet. I haven't had time. Thank you very much. Check him out on YouTube. Your geeky neighbor. Excellent. Awesome. Man. Cool guy. Nice. And we are up in the air for next week. We don't really know what we're doing next week. So if you have any suggestions, you can leave them in our Discord. And if right. you're not a part of our Discord yet, just send us a PM on any of our social medias, the Horror Squad podcast, and we will send you an invite link. Do another book. Yeah, no. Just <laughs> Unless it's yours, which I'm reading this week. By the Ooh, way. Uh, Killer Santa. I, yeah, so 
Yeah, I yeah. still got to get it. We still got to get on that, Sam. And yeah. I. I think you'll like it better than this book. It has yeah. a lot of violence in it. So that's it's good. I think it'll be on my what watch next week or what. Nice. Week. Why didn't you do like a little reading excerpt thing for the podcast, like of your book? Oh, yeah. Maybe you can read it. Or a maybe you can do it like on the live stream, whatever you want to do. Can I have a fireplace in the background? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's so it's so weird talking about your own stuff, man. I feel so no, embarrassed. I feel so Life embarrassed today. Short. Celebrate what you're doing. I, come uh, on. I guess it's ultra embarrassing. I don't even like watching, like having people watch my shorts when I used to make them. It's I don't know, nerve wracking. Dress in a Santa costume and read a chapter. <laughs> I gave the Santa costume <laughs> when we were gonna film it to the quote unquote actor for. <laughs> All right, Killer Santa in stores now and. <laughs> Let's not yeah, copy. Let's not yeah. Sam's new uh, show. Let's currently not anywhere. Currently not anywhere. Hey. That, I can, that I can find anyway. Yes, it is. It's on Spotify, Pandora. We also have a website. It's called letsnotpod.com. You can listen to the episodes on there. I didn't know that. And don't forget to check out um, Let's XP Game. Yeah, you, got it. Podcast, yeah. <laughs> you got it. You're almost there. We'll do I don't a, know if it was gaming or game. Um, <laughs> check that out. That's a show that Todd, Steve, and Mondo also do. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yes. Don't forget and to I, check out Joe's Facebook group, Joe's House of Horror. Yeah. All right. And uh, I'm going to be a guest on, well, Sam might be too, actually. We, we're still working on the scheduling for that, but uh, a buddy of mine um, asked us to come on the podcast, and we're going to be covering Resident Evil 2. Ooh, uh, apocalypse. Yes. So they have a game. Uh, it's kind of a gaming podcast too, but what they do that's a little different is they just review um, video game movies. So they talk that's about cool. the video game and the movie. So we're going to, they, uh, they're doing uh, Resident Evil 2 horror base. So we're going to be on for that. Uh, probably within the next week or two. Terrible movie. Great game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Black bears weigh between two and 500 pounds. Brown bears weigh between 300 and over 1,000 pounds. Black bears run away from you. Brown bears run at you. When attacked by a bear, simply lie still on the ground and cover your face and head with your hands. When the bear is finished batting you around and mauling you, contact the U.S. Forest Service.